Welcome back to another episode of the Kitman Podcast. As you can tell, we have changed things. We've added some great talents. Melina, James, Azam from Azam's Footy Show, um, Gareth, and Eric Frank. Um, there, there was That was a lot of people, so so I'm sorry if I forgot. But with me today, Owen, Melina, and James, how are you guys? Fantastic. Good. Phenomenal. How are okay, you? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we have a good episode. It's predicting our top seven after the world cup uh top seven in the premier league after um at the end of the season so let's get into it straight away um owen and melina are both chelsea fans so so let's start in seventh in seventh owen who who do you have uh, i got man you in seventh. really yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a hot take okay defend yourself no i want to hear everybody else's first no <laughs> Okay. This is what my gut's telling me, man. Okay. I just I I, I want to hear everybody else's first and then we can get into it. Well, okay. Luke okay. Short Luke Short center back, not like not not doing it for you. No. 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 Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, J- James, okay. who do you have? Well, I've gone Brighton and Hove Albion, personally. I back Here's it. Enough, because yeah. I mean, he, he, ever since losing Potter, Kukurea. They've still like they've improved. If anything, I was watching them against Southampton yesterday. They're absolutely phenomenal, and they've just not missed a beat. They've not missed a beat at all. They don't have the best players, but as a collective, there's there's not many teams better in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair, Molina. How about you? I have Spurs. You have Spurs in seventh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Purely, purely for um, I put them at sixth originally. Like I have a little list here. And okay. there's a lot, a lot of scribbles, a lot of scribbles out. And I had them at sixth, and I put Chelsea at seventh. And I was like, I just cannot have us below the Spurs. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do it. Okay, so so it was emotional. Purely. And also, I think the Antonio Conte experiment will explode. I think it's very near explosion. I, I don't think he'll stay past this season. I don't see that happening. I Yeah, so. Really, yeah, why? Um, I just the way they've been playing is not sustainable. Like, um, I don't know if you're watching like the NBC coverage, but they've emphasized how many um, second half comebacks they've had and just how yeah, poorly they've been it's playing. the same in England. They've said exactly the same in England. It's criminal. Yeah. It's criminal. They, exactly. It's, I feel like they're like sliding by or stitching together results. And like that works in cup competitions, but not, in a 38 Premier League season, 38 game Premier League season, I don't know. I just I don't think it's gonna work out long term. The the comebacks kind of remind me of Liverpool. Um, I don't know what year it was, but the one where Divock Origi or like Jordan Pickford hit it off the crossbar and then Divock Origi yeah, like came out of nowhere. 2018-19. Yeah, that 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 entire season they were just coming back. Like they would go one nil down and then they would come back two one. To be fair, but but they were just coming back the entire season. And I was like, this is not sustainable. Mm-mm. And I think Sonny is is unfortunately past his his peak. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just like a extended poor form, you know, stretch. But I don't know. He might be gone in the summer. I've heard some some whispers, some rumors. Yeah. Well, in seventh, I had Chelsea, and there. I th- I think that's generous after Reese James getting injured today. I got to be honest with you. I mean, no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I it's just I think Kai Havertz is so bad. Like you guys don't have a striker. Kai Havertz is bad. I'm sorry, Kai Havertz is bad. 
Like if, if a striker's best attribute is running around the field without the ball, like that's a serious issue. Emotionally, I'm unmoved. I'm unfazed by Kai Havertz. He does nothing for me. I, I have him in fantasy. He let he lets me down every time too. Except except for today, but but, but a goal and assist against against Bournemouth does also does nothing for me. No, no, no. It should do everything for you because it's the small teams that we capitulate against. Or I don't want to say small teams. That's a little bit rude, but like newly promoted side. Yeah, I mean, and even against Bournemouth, the midfield didn't look incredibly great. Maybe that's because Zach uh, Zachariah was in, but it, it didn't look incredible. I thought he was fantastic today. I thought Jorginho played quite well. They did, but but they were still getting like pressed pretty pretty easily by by Bournemouth. Yeah, but like I said, I was saying to you, Rohan, I think the big issue with Chelsea is Reese James. Like when he gets injured, Chelsea's form, like I was telling you before on air, with Reese James injured the season, they played six Premier League games without him. They've won one. So, and that was against Villa, Gerard's Villa. Did they? That's why Chelsea aren't even in my top seven. Did they say how? Did they give like the seriousness of the injury? Yeah, uh, n- I no, don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Depending on how serious that is, that that could be a huge blow. Yeah. Part of me okay. thinks it might be like a lack of match fitness, but the way he reacted to it made me think it was much worse because he just like fell to the ground and it looked like he got he started crying a little bit or got emotional and like all of the other his teammates were like, oh shit. So. Hopefully yeah. it's not too bad. Maybe it's just like a little cramp or something. I don't know. Ho- hopefully it's not anything too serious because I love watching him play. But let's move into sixth place. So fun to watch. James, who? Oh wait, Owen. What was your reasoning for United? You, you try to slide away with that. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. He went, he went off camera and muted himself. No, no, no. Yes, yeah, no, no. scamming. I, I just think I think everything that happened with Ronaldo right before is going to either affect them in two ways. It's going to boost team morale or tank it. And you know, I'm kind of. I'm on the more end. It's just going to fuck up things at the club right now. And they're going to go on a bad streak for the next few games. It's going to kind of ruin their season a little bit. But I could see it going both ways. I'm just on the further end. What what puts you on the further end? I just kind of don't want to see them succeed. That's really all it is. That's no bias. I'm not mad That's at really that. That's really all it is. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. All right. Sixth place. Um. Well, I did a video yesterday saying Liverpool, but then they signed Cody Gakpo like 20 minutes after I posted it which was very unfortunate timing. So so I'm going to go back on that, and I'm going to say Newcastle in sixth. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they're a good team, but for me, there's no, like, superstar there. And that was the issue with Chelsea um, a couple seasons ago. Like, they don't have that guy. Because they, they were top of the t- table, like, around Christmas time, and they were saying, like, a lot of people were saying, you know, it's really leaning towards Chelsea, but they just didn't have that guy. And I think the same issue with Newcastle, and a lot of their players are inexperienced, young, and I think consistency is going to be a pretty, pretty big challenge for them. Yeah, I think yeah. That the Arsenal match. I think on January third, it's going to be a big, big litmus test to see where both of those teams are, but especially Newcastle. Definitely. Who who who'd you have in sixth, Molina? Chelsea. <laughs> Was this prior <laughs> to Reese James or or post Reese James? Yeah, this is prior to Reese James. Okay. Um. Hopefully it's not too bad. His his injury or whatever is going on over there is not too bad. Um, after today, I feel a lot better. And I know it's only Bournemouth, but you guys have to understand they gave us nothing for all of November. And the first 15 minutes of that match was way better than all of November combined. 
Um, and that might be very reactionary, definitely reactionary, but I think if they could replicate some of those results, some, some of those performances, I think, you know, sixth is not a stretch top four, definitely a stretch, but. Okay. Okay. James, how about you? So I've gone to, I've gone uh, Tottenham Hotspur pretty similar reasons as Molina. Really. I don't see how it's sustainable. You know, you go two 0 down at Brentford and what you have Harry Kane save you again. Great. Harry Kane's an incredible goal scorer, but he's not going to do that all the time. Son's out of form. Richarlison only does it for Brazil. I can't see it sticking. It's not going to, it's just not going to carry on happening. And I think eventually they'll drop off. Antonio Conte is a hot-headed manager at the best of times. So I think that might hinder them. So I've gone for sixth. That's the, that's the thing with Conte. He's so reactionary. He's not, he's not proactive. Like that's the difference with the big with with like the great managers and the good managers. Like Pep will always predict or try and predict. Sometimes he overthinks, but but he he at least is thinking ahead. Conte's like, oh, we got scored on. Let me throw on six attackers, Mm -hmm. and then the score. It's like, oh no, we got no defenders. Yeah, exactly. Eric Dyer back there doing God knows what. Oh my God, he's on vibes. Yeah, Wallach. What yeah. a player. You know that that he, he he made a mistake right before the World Cup against against Liverpool, right? That set Salah like in behind. Yeah, he did. And he did this something pretty similar against Brentford, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he tried he to clear it and gave away the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My guy, what are you doing? Exactly. Exactly. Owen, how about you? Spurs as well. Spurs yeah, as well. Six, yeah, similar reasons. And then my fifth place choice. It was between my fifth and sixth. For sixth place, but personal bias also led me to put Spurs in sixth. So you have Chelsea in fifth. You know it. <laughs> ah, so I'm there not the optimist here. Okay, yeah, okay, then, defend that. No, I just, I mean, I, same thing. I think that, well, obviously I said my man used in seventh. Otherwise, it would have been other way around when Spurs in seventh and Chelsea in sixth and Man U otherwise. Um, but I just can't have Chelsea below Spurs. Thank you. Um, he understands. He understands. It's just like it's it's not right in the world. I don't think it's gonna happen. So, I can't so. live in a world where Arsenal and Tottenham finish above Chelsea. And I know which one is hundred percent finishing above Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just gotta hope that the other one does not. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. Uh J- James, how how about you? Who'd you have in uh in fifth? So fifth, I've gone for Newcastle United. Um, again, pretty similar reasons to Eurohan. They've got three players that I believe are genuine top four quality. So you've got Kieran Trippier, Sven Botman, and Bruno Gimaraes. Oh, thank God. I, I thought you were going to say Miguel Almiron. Okay. No, 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 don't worry. And then you've got a couple of players like Almiron and Jolinton who are really overperforming at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it's... And then the, you've got the other lot, like Fabian Shah, um, Nick Pope, th- those players that are performing a little bit better and they're the players i'm worrying about if they drop off they might drag the rest with them and does this form and are those other players good enough to to like lift them up even more i don't think so personally no i get that i get that and can i just say like after slandering almiron for like four years i'm not going to say it's like amazing just because of half a season like Respect yeah. the Atlanta United legend that is Mickey Almiron. With, with Martinez, yes. <laughs> yes. I know. I know the celebration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you on that, James, because I I was saying 
Miguel Almiron needs to leave. He needs to come back to the U.S. He's MLS quality, and then he turns into prime Messi. Um, so so it was unfortunate timing. So I'm still I'm still gonna hate on him. <laughs> I hope he does poorly. Plus, can I just say they've got no like elite striker as well. Like Callum Wilson's fine, Chris Woods, Chris Wood, but they've got no one who's gonna bag 15, 20, I don't think anyway, especially with Wilson's injury history. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I think if Callum Wilson was not as injury prone, then yeah. Okay. M- Melina, who'd you have in fifth? Liverpool. Okay. And slowly because I didn't want to put them in the top four, because I, I really think there's four teams better than them. Okay. Okay. Seventh, seventh season Klopp syndrome or sixth season Klopp syndrome, whatever it is. Oh, that's true. You know what? Everyone's forgot about that because they signed Cody oh, yeah, well, I made this before they signed him. But honestly, it's so hard to predict how a player will do. And just because, you know, he had a decent World Cup, we were hearing good things about him before the World Cup. That doesn't necessarily mean it'll translate well. We were all expecting Darwin to be like hot shit. And now no, 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 no. He didn't fool me. He didn't fool me. He didn't fool me. He, no, I, I was Maybe not you, but like people were like, oh my God, price tag. Oh my God, the next Luis well, Suarez is reincarnated at Liverpool. It's, it's that, but it's also because he came in at the same time of Holland. You just had somebody to compare him to. Right. You know, but so many people bought into it. You know what I mean? And now we're watching. He is literally what Fernando Torres was when he came to Chelsea. And oh, Fernando Torres yeah. is my all time favorite player. So I can say that. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I yeah, had I'm not um, buy into the, the stock yet until I see it. Until I see it. No, that that's not crazy. I, I I back it. Um in fifth I have Manchester United. I think I think Ronaldo gone will do good for United to let them focus on on the actual goal. There's not a, that much drama, the toxicity in the dressing room, the awkwardness is gone. And we know Ten Hag likes obedient players, so now he has those players willing to buy into his system. So I've gone with United in fifth. I still just think they lack a lot of quality, especially in that midfield. Um, even if they continue to play McFred, they still have striker issues up top because Martial can't stay fit for to save his life or his career. Um, <laughs> so so that's why I've got United in fifth. Fourth place. Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. I, I, I'm giving them Champions League. It might be a little bit generous, but I love Cody Yakbo. I think he's a baller. I don't know how they'll play like with him with Darwin Nunez or him instead of Darwin Nunez. I don't know when Luis Diaz comes back, but that could also be 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 good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Diaz is looking like February March time. Oh, ooh, oh, Brutal. that that's a little while away. Um. So so it might be a little bit tougher. It might come down to like the last couple games of the season. But I also think Bobby Firmino, if Klopp plays Bobby Firmino with with Darwin Nunes and Salah up top or Yakbo and Salah up top, I think that's a great combination. So so I've gone with yeah, Liverpool. I don't hate point. it, actually. Sorry? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, I back it. I back it. What about you, Melina? Who'd you have in fourth? Manchester United. I think they get back into Champions League. Um, I also think Ronaldo leaving is going to do them a world of good. And I feel like if you watch my TikToks, then you know that I'm not really a fan of Cristiano Ronaldo, especially after like the interview and the not being a professional. I just think like you can't be 37 years old and feel like you're still 27 because your body's not moving like it was at 27. 
Um, and you can't go to Piers Morgan, have him be your spokesperson <laughs> and think and think anything good is going to come of it when you've just been on the bench for a really long time. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think the drama will leave, the toxicity will leave. And to sort of piggyback on what you said, Rohan, like Ten Hag does have his obedient players now, but they're not yes men. You know what I mean? They, I, I really think they've bought into this Ten Hag style. I love watching Manchester United play now. And I, I mean, I'm not a Man United fan, but I know that like there's moments of brilliance. Of course, it's rough around the edges still, but I think they're well on their way. I think Ten Hag is the man. Okay. James, how about you? Yeah, I've got Man United as well. They've got a couple of players coming back from a, a good World Cup, like Lissandro Martinez, uh, Casemiro, Dalot. Uh, did Dalot play at right back? He did, didn't he? Um, I think he uh, replaced Cancelo. I think Dallo will fall off because when that boy has the ball, he only ever looks for Ronaldo. I have never seen him in the attacking third pass to anybody else except Cristiano Ronaldo. That, that, so that's I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to get starts at Portugal. That's all. Don't worry about that. Yeah. No, I, I just don't know what he's going to do anymore. No, that's fair. Um, but I also believe they've got just a much more solid team than what they have done for the past few years. They still lack that consistency. They still lack that incredible goal scorer. But Ten Hag's clearly a very good manager. And I I think it's more him that might get them in the top four as opposed to their team. Because he's got Rashford playing much better as, as well. Bruno he Fernandes. Just a banger. Say again? He just scored a banger. Oh, did he? Oh, you score? You watching it live? Mm-hmm. I have uh, you guys that... screens. Fair enough. <laughs> and like Bruno Fernandes doesn't need Cristiano, although he's still brilliant regardless. I think he'd be fine. Uh, in fourth, I got Newcastle. I, I don't think that they're going to maintain that top three or anything, but I, I could just see them pushing for that fourth spot. I would don't know if I could see it as much as I'd like to see it, um, but I don't think they have that consistency to really push for second where they're at right now, um, like you guys all said, but I, I could definitely see them in the top four. I think they've got, I don't know, it's a good culture over there, and they're building towards something great for the next several years um but yeah, I, I could see them in fourth okay i back it i back it how about um third place let's move into the top three james right this is where i put liverpool i know it's very rogue and i'm to be fair i'm kind of basing on this liverpool signing a midfielder if we don't sign a midfielder i can see us out of the top four personally we've got a fantastic attack i think our defense is still very good however what kills our defense is that we get we get counterattacked all the time because of our midfield. Thiago is the only midfielder who can keep the ball under pressure. Henderson and Fabinho, although they've played well the last game and a half, that will, that will not stay consistent. I can tell you that right now. They will fall off a cliff, as they always do. And that's where Liverpool really, really, really lack quality. It's where City have always had Liverpool's number in that midfield. And that's why they've won the leagues over Liverpool, in my opinion. So if Liverpool do sign a midfielder, let's say an Enzo Fernandez for argument's sake, then I think they'll get third. If not, fifth. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it makes that much of a difference. Because uh, watching the Liverpool-Villa game yesterday, we won 3-1, but we could have lost 5-2. Yeah. Yes, yes. I was going to say that. I was going <laughs> to say that. If Ollie Watkins had, like, any striker instinct and, like, yeah. lack of finishing, he, he, yeah. he could have had a hat trick, to be honest. But so could have Darwin Nunes. T- True. Yeah. Martial just scored. Oh, goodness. Lol. Wow. <laughs> so I'm right. 
<laughs> I had Liverpool in third as well. Okay. Uh, I toss them in there. I, I agree that if they get a uh, solid midfielder, then that could help them out. But this Gakpo signing also kind of boosted my odds for them. I think it'll, he'll treat them well. I think it'll be good for their team. And uh, I just, I don't know, Liverpool's just a winning team. They had an offseason. Obviously, the Klopp sixth season, season thing could come into effect, but I, I like to think that it won't. So I'm putting them in third. So something about Liverpool as well. They're really, really good at putting on big runs as well. Like exactly. just massive winning streaks. And I, there's no major reason why they can't put a win streak of seven or eight games. I know that's not a lot in comparison to previous seasons, but to get into the top four, that is enough, yeah. in my opinion. I, I think definitely their next like their next five games are definitely winnable for them. Fair enough. At least. Okay, that's fair. Melina, how about you? Third, right? We're at third. Yeah, now. third. Okay. Hot take. I think it'll be Newcastle. I think they can hold on to it. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, because I thought like my thought process was okay, Miggy goes on this insane run, right? Before the World Cup. And he had six weeks off. And I thought, you know, well, if he doesn't start off incredibly, maybe not. But he's just picked up picked up right where he left off. Like there was no World Cup in the middle of the season. And obviously, you know, Newcastle season does not rest on the shoulders of, of Almiron. Um, but I think there's so much qual like underrated quality in that Newcastle side. I think it is criminal to to underrate them as much as they are because when I think about who they brought in, it's not like massive big name players that they could have snatched up with all that money. You know, the biggest signing they made was Trippier in terms of name, like rec recognizability. Um, so yeah, I think the recruiting department needs like lots of pats on the back and whoever they bring in in January, if they will, is only going to make this team better. They also have Isak coming back. He's, a, he's yeah. very, very good. I like yeah. Isak a lot. Eddie Howe, I think is a genius. No one liked that hiring, but he is a genius. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was so surprised when they signed him. I thought I thought they were doomed, but but it felt like a um, stepping stone kind of signing, didn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, have him for a couple of years and get someone bigger. But he's proven everyone wrong. A launch pad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I thought it was like the like the Man City Pellegrini signing. Like, oh, they'll they'll do well. Maybe they'll like compete for top four, and then once they get some bigger names, they'll they'll bring in someone someone huge but right now eddie howe is working and he's working well mm -hmm. newcastle are in their man city 08 2010 period and they're already yeah. second in the league <laughs> but yeah very condensed like yeah wish you know but what, what they're doing well which i didn't think man city did well is they're signing like english players like homegrown players they're still playing like yeah. both the long staffs they're playing trippier i think that's why they signed trippier was just because he's a, he's a good right back but he's also english yeah, mm -hmm. and you know it gets more of the country behind Newcastle, knows the, which, knows the which is I well. think where Man City messed up. Um, yes, all right, Valerie Bojinov. Sorry, signing Valerie Bojinov, and uh, I can't even, I can't even think of any other players, but oh yeah, no, I, I can't, I, yeah. I, I can't, I can't either. Um, all right, top two. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I want to go last. I want to go last. Um, <laughs> oh, Owen, who do you have? I see. I, I had a tough time choosing, and it's not really for any specific reason. I think it's going to come down to that same. Uh, I don't know. Was it like two seasons ago? Uh, or was it last? Season? I don't know. Man City, Liverpool is going to come down to like, like that same, like one point almost. But obviously, it's not going to be 
Liverpool in there. It's going to be Man City and Arsenal. And I can't tell who's going to come up ahead, but I got Arsenal up in second. I think they're going to drop a few points here and there. And Man City just always goes on these long streaks. They've got the quality. They have the history. Um, I don't know. Arsenal just, I just think they're going to start dropping some points here and there. And then it's going to be detrimental towards that last couple of weeks. Molina, how about you? Okay. This physically pained me, but I, <laughs> I have City at second. <laughs> and I think Arsenal are going to do it, guys. I think they're going to do it. I don't know. I have this feeling. I watched them play yesterday and I was like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, we're in trouble. Oh, um, no. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, come on. It's West Ham. No, 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 no. It's West I, Ham. <laughs> it's West Ham, but they were playing so well. Like, I, when uh, Martinelli scored that goal, I was like, I literally have no idea how that went in, but I can't even hate it because it was so perfect. Like, yeah, he shifted say, that ball so quick. Can I just say, the old Arsenal lose that game 2-0. So. Exactly, exactly. Not even old Arsenal. Last season, Arsenal. Yeah. At yeah. halftime, rumble okay so. fair fair james Pain. city second arsenal first guys what the fuck i'm okay. with you okay we are we are at a really interesting point in the in the league now because arsenal's next fixtures are brighton away newcastle at home tottenham away man united at home they are four incredibly tough fixtures for arsenal which i think they will get a decent amount of points from and something that's really impressed me with Arsenal this season, which, which City haven't done as well as they normally do, is control a game. Yes. They, they, have the, they have the double pivot in Partey and Xhaka, and they don't get counted on as much. I know they conceded from a counter-attack, the penalty, but they're a lot more solid. They have this fantastic team unit. They don't have the necessary superstars. I mean, you could maybe even argue... I don't agree, but you can argue there's not one world-class player there. That's I, just think Mikel, I just think Mikel Arteta has done something with that squad. That squad. Saliba has been a rock all season. I can see it. I can see them keeping up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my my thing is they have to play City twice, and yes. City always performed poorly against Arsenal, or like they did last season. And I'm not gonna lie, that that Rodri winner was that that was scripted. Um, bogus yeah yeah that also did not move me emotionally so so they do play city twice but if they come out of these four fixtures with like nine or ten points that's a great result 100 percent. my issue is we're only like 15 games into the season right and yeah. and arsenal fans are saying it's like 40 percent, 50 percent to the title if this was liverpool eight points ahead with city with a game in hand no one's saying no one's saying liverpool has it done by any means because they know city can go on these like long unbeaten runs 10 15 20 games in a row without dropping a single point and i think that's where arsenal will mess up i know arsenal will drop points it's just will city also drop points so that that's my thing like if it was liverpool you you think about it a couple years ago if they're eight points ahead we're only 15 games into the season so we still have like 20 more games to play no no one's really saying you know liverpool have it have it done by any means. So I think the same ha- same logic has to be applied to Arsenal. I think it's just because they haven't been this good in a long time. Yeah. Everyone's kind of getting ahead of themselves. In that honeymoon phase. It's, yeah. it's really it's really weird with City because they don't always start the league very well anyway. But they end the league better, shall I say. So this is quite normal for City. They haven't played as well as what they did at the end of last season. So, I mean, the likelihood, likelihood is we are going to see a better version of Manchester City. It's just what version of Arsenal are we going to see? That's kind of the unknown quantity here. 
No. What yeah. What do they do with, against Leeds tomorrow? Like, I think Cancelo has been so <laughs> shit for them lately. Like yeah. up right up until the World Cup. Um, and again, one player does not carry the brunt of ten others. Um, I just, I don't, I think Arsenal do it. I think the momentum carry them through. I, I don't know. I have a gut feeling. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see when they lose how they respond. I think they'll come back stronger yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. They they kind of have like dogs in that team, so so I can I can definitely see that. But yeah. it's just you. I I remember a couple of years ago, City got off to their worst start, or Pep got off to his worst start in his entire career, and then City ended up winning the title that year. And everyone everyone was calling for Pep's head. Some people were calling for Pep's head. They were like, "Get this guy out of here. He's been at the club too long." You guys are spoiled. Was that the um? Was that the uh, COVID season? Yeah, it was COVID, which wasn't a real yeah, season. I, I'll I'll admit, but I, I saw um I, I saw a um a start that I think City were like eighth at Christmas that that season. They won the yeah, league. Yeah, and Ch- like, Chelsea were in first, and they were like fifteen unbeaten. Love it. And we saw how that turned out. So. Just FYI, Liverpool would have won that league if they didn't have that unreal amount of injuries. Hundred percent. Okay. I mean. 100%. We will never Chelsea. I agree. I That's agree. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's not crazy not to say. All right. Well, that's our uh, predicted top seven. Be Wait, sure to Rohan, you, you had episode. City in first. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you then. Rohan, you had City in first, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah, City in first, obviously. <laughs> you thought I wanted to go last to... and did not talk about it. Wait, <laughs> you're going, no, You're going no. completely City against your curse? City in second. No, I, I fixed it. City in second. Oof. Ar- yeah. Arsenal are winning the league. City in second. Strictly for the jinx. Jinx, no. 100%. Ar- no, no, no. I genuinely believe Arsenal in first. 